Take away the world's desires when we pray. Holy Spirit, lift us higher when we pray. When we pray. When we pray. Let it not be for a season when we Wisdom and not reason when we pray. Let your name be our petition when we pray. When we For wisdom and not reason when you pray, let his name be your petition when you pray. When you pray, oh, when you pray, 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 God, show us the way, show us.
battle-ready prayer. Praises be to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Holy One of Israel, all of the gifts and talents you have blessed me with. My hopes and dreams can manifest today, and I approach this moment with great expectation for miracles, breakthrough, and deliverance. I stand before you, Lord, naked, offering no excuses or justifications for my shortcomings and weaknesses. I come, Lord, seeking your standard and not those of men. I pray that you will forgive me my sins, known and unknown. Forgive every thought, deed, action, motive, or intent of my heart that is not lined up with your word, your will, or your calling and purpose for my life. Please forgive secret faults and uproot any seed of discontent that has been planted in my life. Forgive me, Lord, if I have held back the tithe, and give me a heart to restore every person that I have wronged. Just as you forgive me, I forgive those that have wronged me, and I let go of any art, bitterness, or ill will that I have held in my heart. I will not allow sin and bitterness to cut off the flow of blessings into my life. I repent right now in the name of Jesus, and I receive the power of the blood to cleanse me from all iniquity. I come before you, Lord, with a heart that is after your own, and a mind that has stayed on you. I thank you, Lord, for saving me from myself and the consequences of sin. I surrender, Lord, and give you total and complete reign over my life. I willingly submit to you in thanksgiving and praise. I thank you, Lord, for the relationship and fellowship that you have allowed me to share with you. I thank you for every moment, prayer, word, and opportunity to gain revelation and understanding concerning you. Forgive me for the times I have taken you for granted or moments where I have allowed my focus and discipline to slip. I choose you, Lord, and all of your benefits and denounce all ties and fellowship with the world. I have no place in the world and denounce everything that it offers. You have given me a choice, Lord, and I choose to be in covenant with you. I have crossed the line of no return, and I will not look back. Each day I am getting more and more like you and growing further and further from this world. My reality in Christ is more real than what my natural eyes behold, and I know that you are not a million miles away. You are right here with me every step of the way. I will have confidence in you, Lord, concerning every situation I face, every decision I make, and every temptation in my path. Give me an ear, Lord, to hear your instruction, eyes that will not be deceived, and a heart that will remain faithful. My life has been built on the foundation that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You died on the cross for my sins, and your blood was shed for me. I exercise total faith and confidence in my belief that death was powerless to hold you in the grave, and that you rose again and resurrected every dead thing. I receive your resurrection power and declare that there is no dead thing in my life. I speak life in all things pertaining to me. Even now, Lord, I pray that you will breathe life into my relationships, my home, my dreams, my career, and my calling and purpose. Let there be no cracks in my foundation and restore every bone that has been broken. I pray, Lord, that dead branches be pruned for me and my harvest bear much fruit. I offer no resistance and pray that all ungodly distractions be pruned for me, whether they are people, unhealthy relationships, environments, dead situations, ungodly influences, or anything that is not expedient for me. I distance myself right now from every dead thing and release them from my life in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that I have inherited life through your sacrifice, forgiveness for my sins through your blood, revelation through your word, and I have been empowered by your spirit. I take precious time, Lord, to fully grasp and consider what my relationship with you means. Help me to never lose sight of the fact that I have an adversary that must be fought each day. My adversary is the world and Satan who is the prince of this world. 
The world around me is not my home, and each day it becomes more a reflection of Satan, its prince. I am not ignorant to Satan's devices, and I understand that the world is designed for my destruction. The allurement of pleasure and the temptations that cross my eyes are for the purpose of robbing me of everything I have inherited through Christ. Every trap, every lust, and the pride that is in the world are set against me on all sides. The hope that I have is impatiently walking according to your word and staying firm to the covenant I have made with you. The world cannot strip me of my authority, but I can hand it over. I will not be deceived by what I see, hear, or how I feel. If it is not of God, then it is for my destruction. Help me, Lord, to see the spirit behind the temptation. The word tells me that Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus comes that I might have life and have it more abundantly. I rebuke and bind every influence that seeks to draw me away from you. For it is nothing more than a gateway to hell and will rob me of my eternal destiny. Father, I know you are able to do all things, and there is nothing that is impossible for you. Right now, Lord, I remember my first love, and I am prepared today to exercise faith in the light of circumstances. Sacrifice my own wants and desires in order to embrace yours. Stand on the word of God, even if it causes me to be peculiar. Deny my flesh and feelings, regardless of the temptation, and not make decisions based on what I see or think. I will forget about the past and press towards the mark. I will walk as a prophet of God, put my head up, and if somebody is there to encourage me, then I will encourage myself. I will not be ashamed to follow the examples of Christ, even in the face of persecution. To think differently in the light of the negative labels and slander I may endure. Nor will I be afraid to take a stand in the minority, even if it seems as if the whole world is standing against me. I am willing to abstain when others are eager to participate, to speak out when my words may cause me to be ostracized, and to believe the Bible even when it is the unpopular thing to do. In other words, I am prepared to live like Jesus. I release my faith right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever situation I'm in, whatever I'm dealing with, and regardless of what odds are against me, I will be steadfast and unmovable. I am an elite company and encompassed about by a great cloud of witnesses. The words of this prayer will comfort me, build up my spirit, man, and encourage me in the way. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and cast down Satan and his forces of darkness from any involvement, activity, or distractions in this prayer. I commission my angels to come against every thought, feeling, influence, and hindrance that is set against me. I stand in the gap for my family and friends and pursue the Lord with all of my heart. Even as I hear the words of this prayer, my body is regenerating itself. My body is preparing itself for another productive day. My body is developing according to your plan and health is being released in all of my organs, tissue, bones, bodily systems, veins, arteries, and muscle. My brain is processing the information consistent with your word and filtering out everything that is not of you. My heart is being protected from all ungodly influences and my innocence is being guarded. I have and will always have a sound mind that is saturated in your word. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke evil spirits from attaching to me in any way, shape, or form. They have no place, familiarity, or invitation in my life. They do not enter into my eyes, my ears, my mind, or my heart. My spirit, man, has victory over them all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and cast down, and break all generational curses. I decree by the blood of the Lamb and the power given to me as joint heir with Jesus Christ that I will not be the victim of physical, mental, or emotional abuse, nor will I have, serve, or entertain idols or false gods. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I decree that I am not a covenant breaker, and my yea is yea and my nay is nay. 
I pray, Lord, that you protect me from all hurt, harm, pain, and danger, and those that need me ill will. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I have the patience of Job, the meekness of Moses, the heart of David, the favor of Joseph, the ear of Samuel, the courage of Joshua, the wisdom of Daniel, the zeal of Peter, the love of John, the faithfulness of Abraham, and the boldness of Paul. I abide in the fruits of the Spirit all the days of my life, and even now these fruits are growing in me. Lord, help me to be a person of great faith, consistent in good deeds, and a constant encourager. I will continue to love you with all of my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, and to love my neighbor as myself. In the name of Jesus and the power of your blood, I pray, Lord, that you are first in everything that I do, and I have no priority greater than you all the days of my life. I am eternally connected to you and have an expectation in heaven. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that my face be before the Lord always and that your angels encamp around me and deliver me. Order my steps in the word and design my days according to your will. The Lord touches my mouth and puts his words in it. Lord, I will go wherever you send me and speak whatever you give me to speak. I am not afraid of their faces because your sword protects me at all times. Father, you are my sustainer, my provider, my comforter, my guide, my strength, and most of all, my friend. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I equip myself right now with the whole armor of God that I am covered from head to toe in every aspect of my life. There should be no parts of my life that are exposed on the inside or out, but all should be covered by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I put on the helmet of salvation. I have been redeemed from all traces of poverty, and I rebuke and bind a poverty spirit. You supply all of my needs, and I am blessed all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus, I speak abundant harvest in my life. My bank accounts are overflowing, and my barns are full. The blessings of the Lord overtake and pursue me all the days of my life. I speak financial security and wholeness over my family and the perfect will of God in my life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and curse the spirit of death. I shall not see untimely death, nor shall death have any hold over me. I shall fulfill all of my days, months, hours, years, minutes, and seconds. I have divine order in my life, and death has no grip on me. A thousand shall fall by my side, and ten thousand by my right hand but it shall not come nigh me. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, my feet are shod with the gospel of peace. Peace rests upon me and covers my mind and heart. I have peace in the midst of storms, chaos, and confusion. Your peace comforts me in times of trial and sustains me from being weary. It surpasses all understanding, rendering logic helpless, and my faith sustains me. Father, you are an awesome God. You are not a million miles away, but right here with me each and every day. You walk with me, talk with me, and guide me every step of the way. You love me, and I rest in you, and I know that you are my God. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I have been empowered with the sword of the Spirit, and I have authority over all power of Satan. I rejoice and celebrate that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. The sword of the Lord shall never depart from me, and I speak boldness into my spirit. I rebuke, bind, and cast down the spirit of fear. You have not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. When I walk through the waters, you are with me. When I go through the rivers, you help me. And when I pass through the fire, the flame does not kindle upon me. You have set your love upon me, and you protect me all the days of my life. The hedge of protection rests on me, and your fire shall be in my spirit. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, the shield of faith is an extension of my arm. My faith shall not fail me. And I trust in the Lord with all of my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. 
If you said it, then I know that you will do it. You shall not withhold any good thing from me, and you are able to perform your word in my life. I fortify my faith by releasing the promises of God into my life. Every word you have spoken concerning my destiny shall be established and come to pass, and my enemies shall not prevail against me. In the name of Jesus, I pray over my marriage. I pray that my marriage will continue to be everything that the word of God called it to be. My marriage shall be built on faithfulness, trust, loyalty, and a mutual love of God. You shall be the head of my house, at the center of everything we do, and the word of God shall be the binding and final authority in all matters. I am God's ambassador in my house, and I shall cover my spouse all the days of my life, through my word, examples, character, and deeds. My marriage is blessed and washed in the blood, and shall weather any challenges that arise against it. Our love continues to grow stronger each day as the Lord allows us to see more of him in one another. If I am single, then I confess total contentment within myself, wholeness in my life, patience to wait on God, and security in Christ. I am a person of high self-esteem and significant value to the kingdom. I will not compromise my covenant with God, nor will I allow fear to cause me to operate in the fleshly realm. I exercise complete and total control over my mind, my will, and my emotions, and I do not leave any doors open for Satan to sneak in. I understand that every relationship is not for me. Every person does not have my best interests. All that glitters isn't gold, and every sugary thing is not sweet. In the name of Jesus, I will not be distracted by counterfeits and wolves in sheep's clothing. I will not lower my biblical expectations, nor will I give in to the pressures of the world. I have total confidence in God and the plan that he has for my life. In the name of Jesus, I surrender my children to you, Lord, and trust you to impart me with the ability and wisdom to raise them in the fear of the Lord. I make a commitment to my children to openly receive the instruction in your word on how to raise them, love them, and properly present them before you at that day. I pray that your calling and purpose will be fulfilled in them and ask that you guide and direct me in all matters concerning them. I shall be careful to represent you before them in everything that I say or do. I commit to live holy before them and set godly examples for them to follow. I shall not be a hypocrite, and I shall practice what I preach. I shall be a provider and protector for them and make whatever sacrifices are necessary to ensure them a wonderful life. I shall fight to preserve their innocence and protect them from the brainwashing of the world. My expectation in them shall come to pass, and the blessings set out in your words shall be established in them. My children shall see you in everything that I say and do. In the name of Jesus, I seal my soul to the words of this covenant, that it is the declaration of my heart, that every word be lined up with the perfect will of God, and line by line with his understanding. Let the Lord Jesus Christ be the final arbitrator of my mind and heart, and that this covenant be in all ways pleasing in the sight of God. I thank you, Lord, that you love me, and that you hear me. I thank you, Lord, for a mind to share intimate fellowship with you. I thank you that these words shall be established in my heart and mind, that they shall be a part of me and guide and direct my paths at all times. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and this second chance. I look forward to your return, and I know that nothing that I have done or sacrificed has been in vain. Thank you for this life, who I am in Christ, and for all blessings you have bestowed upon me. Amen. 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 <coughs> okay. All right. All right, that's that's a prayer. That's a battle-ready prayer. Battle-ready prayer, I tell you. We need that prayer every day, every night. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Oh, and you are listening to LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour. 
We're going to be talking about the close of probation. The close of probation. The close of probation. So we want to thank you for joining us once again, and we want to thank those that haven't joined us before. We want to thank you for joining us. Yes, I want to thank you again for stopping in uh, to enjoy the Word of God with us uh, this Monday evening. That's right, Monday already. Yes, and we comes and goes so fast, but hey, it's a Saturday, it's Monday. And then it's Friday. <laughs> okay. Monday, then Friday. Yeah. We're going to go to uh, Revelation chapter 22, verse 11. He who is unrighteous, unjust, or wicked, let him be unrighteous still. He who is filthy, vile, or impure, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, just, upright, and right standing with God, let him do right still. And he was holy, let him be holy still. There it is. So when the close of probation comes, that's what it's going to say. Whatever state that you are in, you're going to be stuck in that state. That's that's when the Holy Spirit leaves this earth. Right. That's where you're going to be. The word you just heard. Is telling you when the Holy Spirit leaves this earth. We'll read that again. Listen to this. Listen to it. Concentrate on it. Think hard on it. When God called the Holy Spirit off this earth, you won't know it, but this is the state you will be in. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be unrighteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Now, that you will be, and that will be it. It will be no cleaning up, no nothing. Whatever you position you are in, that's where you will be until God comes. When the Holy Spirit goes. That's why we got to get it right. Exactly. Right. Right now, we have to repent and ask God to come into our life, the Holy Spirit to work now, because we don't want to get caught up like that, and the Holy Spirit have gone and left this earth. That's why he say, today is the day of salvation. When you hear his voice, do not harm your heart. So probation will end unexpectedly. But when Jesus ceases to plead for man, the case of all or forever decided, probation closed. Christ's intercession ceased in heaven. This time finally comes suddenly upon all, and those who have neglected to purify their souls by obeying the truth are found sleeping. So the destiny of all will have been decided when the investigative judgment is finished. When the work of the investigative judgment closes, the destiny of all will have been decided for life or for death. Probation is ended a short time before the appearing of the Lord in the clouds of heaven. Christ, in the revelation, looking forward to that time, declared, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He 
which is guilty, let him be guilty still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. And remember, remember that. So whatever your work is, and whatever you've done for God, that's the reward you're going to receive. It, 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 it doesn't go on by um, what denomination you were. No. It doesn't go on by I was bad, this, I was that, this, I was that. Uh, has nothing to do with that. That personal relationship with God and keeping His commandments, all nine of them. That's right. All ten all of them. Ten of them. Right, right, okay. You and some people them. keep all nine. Yeah. We're supposed to keep all ten. Keep <laughs> all ten. Be obedient and deliver that word. Deliver the gospel. Let the world know about the goodness of God. That's right. Deliver it. Let the world know that God is good. Let the world know what God has done. Preach that word. Preach the gospel. Preach that gospel. That's right. Everyone will be given an opportunity to examine themselves, but they prize something higher than the truth. Here they have opportunity to see what is in their hearts that shuts out Jesus. They prize something higher than the truth, and their hearts are not prepared to receive Jesus. Individuals are tested and proved a lengthy of time to see that they will sacrifice their idols and heed the counsel of a true witness. That's right. That's right. Hear the counsel of a true, true and witness. Who is the true witness? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. He, he is. And he lives in you, which gives you the what? True a true witness. A true witness. A true witness. You got to remember that our time is short. Our time is precious. We have but few, very few days of probation in which to make ready for the future in moral life. We have no time to spend in haphazard movements. We should fear to skim the surface of the Word of God. If we but realize how earnestly Jesus worked to sow the world with gospel seed, we, living at the very close of probation, will labor entirely to give the bread of life to perishing souls. So why are we so cold and indifferent? Why? Why? Why, why are we because so cold? There, there is no love. You see, we must have a love of Jesus in us. Yeah. If there is no love of Christ in you, then what you just asked, why? why? Why, and then why our hearts are so unimpressionable is because the love of Christ is not in us. It must be in us. We can't deliver the, we can't <coughs> deliver the word without love. That's correct. We can't do anything without the love. The Lord said all that you do, do it in love. love. Do it in love. That's exactly right. We can't even give a testimony without love. We have to have love in all that we do. 
Exactly. Something must be done to cure the terrible indifference that has taken hold upon us. So let us bow our heads in humiliation, humiliation as we see how much less we have done than we might have done to sow the seeds of truth. So what we must know about the clothes of probation, we're going to look in 1 Thessalonians 5, 2. 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians 5.2 For you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the return of the Lord will come as unexpectedly and as suddenly as a thief in the night. The word said that. That's like a thief in the night. Well, we're not, that means you're not going to be ready for it. You're not going to be looking for it. You're not going to know that it's getting ready to happen. It's just going to happen. Bam. There it is. It's there. Well, just like he said, we'll say peace and safety, and then suddenly destruction. What, is, what continues to happen every day? Every time there's a mass shooting, it is suddenly and unexpected. And it looks like we're finding ourselves Peace, look like things are going to come together and bow. That's right. There's no peace. There's no safety. And look like things are coming together and bam, the price of something goes up. Mm. Look like this is coming together and bam, the price of food goes up. Bam, yes. price of housing goes up. Bam, price of gasoline goes up. Bam. bam, it's always something. Stock market goes down. That's right. So, it's something always keeping the, the world in the uproar. Just like you said, peace and safety, and all of a sudden, the uh, COVID-19, the numbers go up. Yes. So, it's, it's never ending. But the only way you can find peace is in Jesus. That's it. You got to keep looking up. Amen. Keep the faith, knowing that he's your keeper. Just like you said, we're going to read verse 3. All right. When people are saying all is well and secure and there's peace and safety, we're just talking about that, then in a moment, unforeseen destruction, ruin, and death will come upon them as suddenly as labor pains have come upon a woman with child, and they shall by no means escape for there will be no escape. Just happening. Just, Just happening. that fast. And that's exactly what happened. Just happening. Even death. Look at people dying. Oh dying around the clock. All of a sudden, somebody is doing okay. Bam. Bam. Did you know so-and-so died last night? Bam. Bam. Did you, you know, know so-and-so died? In a car accident. Yes. Bam. You know, death is round the clock. Like a thief in the night. You don't know what's coming. Everything is happening just like the bat, the, the bat of the eye. You mm -hmm. close your eyes and open. It happens just that fast. And it's rapidly, rapidly. It's not every now and then. It's all the time. And that's what God is telling us. When these things start happening like that, He's, right. getting, he's getting ready. 
to come back. That's right. We're going to read uh, 6 in that same verse. According then, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us keep wide awake, alert, watchful, caution, and on our guard, and let us be sober, calm, collected, and circumspect. Now, so it tells us to be watchful. Yes, and let us be sober. Now, that's not just talking about sober from alcohol mm -mm. and drugs and reaper and whatever. That's sober from things of the world. Amen. Sober of, of um, buying and selling and and wrapped up in the worldly things. And also sober and alert of things that is happening around us. He said, when you see these things happening, you know I am close, even at the door. That's right. And to keep your mind free of worldly things and up on what? Holy and what? Holy things. Holy things mm -hmm. and, and look Straight up, keep your mind on Jesus and holy things. And the only way to do that is seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. But everything else be added unto you, but you got to seek his kingdom. You can't just be doing what you want to do, and then all of a sudden there's sudden destruction. And you think you're going to be saved. Be careful. Watch. Watch so, as well as pray. Amen. So our destiny is decided and eternally fixed. The ministers of God will have done their last work, offered their last prayers, shed their last bitter tears for a rebellious church and an ungodly people. Their last solemn warning has been given. Oh, and then how quickly will houses and lands, dollars that have been miserably and cherished and tightly grasped be given for some consolation by those who have professed the truth and have not lived it out for the way of salvation to be explained or to hear a hopeful word or a prayer of an exhortation from their ministers but no they must hunger and thirst on in vain their thirst will never be quenched no consolation can they get. Their cases are decided and eternally fixed. And it is a fearful and awful time. So all he's saying is we need to get it right. We have to get it right. If you want to make an end, you must get it right. Exactly. So after Sunday law is enforced, Sunday law and decides our eternal destiny. The Lord has shown many Many clearly images of the beast will be formed before probation closes. For it is to be the great test for the people of God by which their eternal destiny will be decided. Now no one knows when probation will close. God has not revealed to us the time when the message will close or when probation will have ended. See, we don't know those things. No. Only, only God, even the angels don't know. No, he said no one knows but the Father himself. Father himself. That's why he tells you to get ready and stay, stay ready. ready. 
I said, those things that are revealed, we should accept for ourselves and for our children. But let us not seek to know that which has been kept secret in the counsels of the Almighty. It is our duty to watch and work and wait, to labor every moment for the souls of men that are ready to perish. We are to keep walking continually in the footsteps of Jesus. Yes. Working yes. in his line, dispensing his gifts as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Satan will be ready to give to anyone who is not learning every day of Jesus a special message of his own creating in order to make of no effect the wonderful truth for this time. But we have to remember we have to be more seeking God than ever before. Right. Well, yes, we are in that end times that if we're not seeking Jesus, who are we seeking? That's right. So that means we should be seeking Him twenty four seven. Every day of our life. Every day of our life, we should be looking at Jesus, reading His Word, praying, thinking of Him, worship Him, and asking the Lord to use us each and every day. We need to surrender our life to Him each and every day. Our plans and everything else we think we want to do, we surrender those plans to God and He will lead us that day. Right. Give up asking to God. Uh, Father, you're waking me up this morning. I want to thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, this is your day, so lead me in this day. Lead me in this day. Lead me in this day. See, the last great warning messages have already sounded everywhere. Servants of God endowed with power from on high with their faces lighting up and shining with holy consecration went forth to proclaim the message from heaven. So that we that were scattered all through the religious bodies answered to answered the call. And the pressures were hurried out of the doomed churches. Religious movements will continue. When God's presence was finally withdrawn from the Jewish nation, priests and people knew it. Though under the control of Satan and swayed by the most horrible and malignant passions, they still regard themselves as the children of God. Administrations in the temple continued. Sacrifices were offered upon its polluted altars. So when the irrevocable decision of the sanctuary has been pronounced and the destiny of the world has been forever fixed. The inhabitants of the earth will know it not. Think about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. will, things will continue as they are and people do not know that their destiny will have been fixed. Right. Right. Because you know what? They're not. God's people know because they watch the signs. Yeah. God said he will send these things for his people so they will know what time it is in the world. That's right. They will know where he's at, what he's doing. In the sanctuary. Yes. And know what's happening. His people will know. But That's the worldly right. people, well, they won't. They'll think, well, you know, now they did all this before. We yeah. had earthquakes yeah. before. We had tornadoes before. We had this before. The world continues as it is. 
Right, and so this is not no. They won't pray any any mind to, but God, people will know what's going on. Joel, because we have seek the kingdom. That's why we know. We know His word. Yes, and yes. we continue connected to the word of God each and every day. See, we have to remember this: what what happened. After the close of probation. Well, number one, there'd be no more prayers for the wicked. The ministers of God will have done their last work again, like we said, and offer their last prayers. Number two, there will be famine of the word of God. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord. We're going to go to Amos in the Old Testament. Amos, yes. Amos, yeah. Oh, Amos, A M O S, chapter 8. Uh, chapter 8. Verse 11 and 12. All right, you got it. That's when we got to understand this. And behold, the days are coming, say the Lord God, when I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water, but a famine for hearing the words of the Lord. Mm. 12. And the people shall wander from sea to sea, and from north even to the east. They shall run to and from to seek the word of the Lord, inquiring for and requiring it as one requires food, but shall not find it. That's scary. Uh, there we go right there. That's when the Holy Spirit will be gone. That's it. Yeah, no, ahead. the Holy Spirit won't even exist. You'll be looking and trying to find it, and there will be no word to be found. That's fine. Another word. You can't won't find it. There won't be a word to be found nowhere. In other words, he's saying those who do not appreciate, study, and dearly prize the word of God spoken by his servant will have cause to mourn bitterly hereafter. That's right. We gotta remember that. Then those who have despised God's word, those who have lightly esteemed it, shall wander from sea to sea and from north even to the east and should not find it. Trying to find that word, trying to learn about Jesus. That's why he says, study it now. Now meaning now. Every day that you live in because you don't know when peace and safety and then sudden destruction. If you're doing what God asks you to do, he will protect you. Well, he's trying, yeah, that's why he's telling you to get that word planted into your mind, yes, into yes. your heart right now. So when the Holy Spirit comes, it won't matter to his people. They'll have it installed and embraced it into their heart that right. they'll know his word. They'll know it even if you take away the Bible. That's right. Because it'll be in their heart and in their mind. That's what you got to know what to do right now. Continue in his word. Continue praying. Continue to seek why he may be found. And I remember the righteous and the wicked will still be living upon the earth. They're more, in their mortal state. Men will be plant, planting and building and eating and drinking 
all unconscious that the final irrevocable decision has been pronounced in the sanctuary above. So, in the sanctuary, it'll be done first before we realize it down here. Yes. And we didn't have to down here when we were so busy going on with our lives that we won't even realize it didn't happen. We already closed. It kind of reminds me of back in Noah's days when they all got in the ark. Him and his family, eight people were saved, and the door was shut. But for seven days, nothing <laughs> happened. People were still doing the same thing. So in other words, when the door was shut, it was, the probation was closed for the people that were out of the ark. Yes. They, and they still, Kept still did not and believe and what, and right. And God shut the doors and sealed them because he knew if Noah heard them crying and begging, he would open the door. He open and let them in. Wow. So that's what he's saying to us. Don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till you get older and you really can't do nothing for God. Start now. Start while you, however old you are, even if you start right now, whatever your age is, the Lord's saying, it's a personal relationship. Seek my face. Right. Seek my face where it can be found. Oh, exactly. He wants to cleanse us. This is a process. It don't happen overnight. Every day working with Christ and Him transforming us, we become what we behold each and every day. There you seek Him now because there is so much out there that if you don't know God's Word, there is up. so many false religions, so many false people teaching false things. So many. You will get called up because you do not know who God is. And you don't know who you are in Christ. Because see, we've met many people that will say, oh yeah, I read the Bible, I read the, the, uh, the Muslim books, I read it, I read that, but they don't believe none of it. No. So they come to their lean to their own understanding about what they think this is and that is and all this mess. But if you don't know God, you'll be saying, Really? Oh, let me let me study about that. Uh-uh. You better stand on the word of God even if it kills you. Well, that's the thing, right. They read it, but they put none of it to work. Correct. All that they read, they have put any of it to work. So that tells you they believe none of what they read. Whether it was true or not true, they haven't acted on any of it. But they want to tell you what they read. I believe the Holy Bible, I try to put as much of God's work, work to work as I can. I'm not perfect. I have to be worked on myself. But I'm working at doing what God asked me to do because I believe in that. I don't just talk about it. I'm right, you're doing it. as well. You're walking by faith and not by sight. And that's what the Lord asks us to do, to have faith in His Word, to trust Him. We have faith in so many things, but we don't have faith in God, who is our creator of heaven and for and earth. So we got to stand on, it's, it's true, so when they come to you 
stay there this, this, and that, and they don't even go to church, or they don't even stay the word of God, but you come and bring me this, you better know the word. So well, you can stand. You don't have to argue with them, but you can say this. Oh, we can agree to disagree. So you got what you choose to understand, but I got the word of God. Right, right. And they don't, they don't have church in them. They're going on what they heard or what they assume or what they think. When they read the word of God, church will be in them. And then they can stand on God's word and not assume about what they read. Exactly. See, Christ declared that when he comes, some of his wedding people will be engaged in business transactions. Some will be sowing in the field. Others reaping and gathering in the harvest. Others grinding at the mills. We're going to look at Matthew 24, verse 40. We're going to go to the New Testament. Matthew 24. We're going to start at verse 40, and we're going to read 40 and 41. And this is in the Word of God, 40 oh, and 41. 40 and 41, we got this. At the time, two men will be in the field. One will be taken, one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the handmill. One will be taken, and one will be left. We're going to read 42. Watch, therefore, give strict attention, be cautious and active, for you do not know in what kind of a day, whether a near or remote one, your Lord is coming. We're going to read 43. But understanding this, had the householder known in what part of the night, whether in a night or a morning, Watch the thief was coming, he would have watched and would not have allowed his house to be undermined and broken into. Amen. So he's telling us to watch. That's right. He said watch as well as pray. We got to watch. That's why he gives you these signs to watch for. Okay. So you'll know. What time it um in what time it is, so you know, know it is. that it is getting close. Even at the door, he is right at the door. You may not know exactly the day, the hour, but you'll know it's getting close. We also yeah. gotta remember, we may not know when the son of man comes when probation closed. We also don't know. When the probation may close for us yes. on this earth. Again, we say peace and safety and then sudden destruction. You don't know if you're going to be caught up in a destruction or car accident and probation closed for you. Remember that. We're going to take a break and we want you to keep it locked in on LPJ 64 for Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour. Leave that down right where it is.
just joined us, you are listening to LPJ 64, the Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour. If you just joined us, we are talking about the pros of probation. You know, I'll tell you again, people will be engrossed in business. You know, when Lot warned the members of his family of the destruction of Sodom, they would not heed his words, but looked upon him as a fanatical Enthusiasm. What they say about us today? <laughs> That's true. 
Those are fanatics over there. Yeah. Yeah. They so caught up in this and that. Get caught up in the word. In the word of God. See, we got to remember the destruction that came found them unprepared. Thus, it will be when Christ comes, farmers, merchants, lawyers, tradesmen will be wholly engrossed in business. And upon them, the day of the Lord will come as a snare. As a snare. Yeah, that's right, as a snare. And see, and that's what continues to happen every day. What more warnings do we need? Well, we see this sudden destruction almost in every city you can think of. It is mass shooting. This is a warning to us. People just don't believe. You know, you have to believe in God's word. You know, they wasn't fight during the time that those things happened. Yeah. So, you know, people like this sin and believe and they don't, they I don't, am seeing it. I see well, the mass destruction. Policy well, I, 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 I know. <laughs> but, you know, some people just put it right in their face. They, they still, still don't believe. believe it. Oh, it ain't happening to us no, over here. It ain't happening to us. I never was then. It's not happening like that. Mm. Okay. You know, uh, the devil can make you believe what he wants you to believe if you don't seek God. That's correct. You don't seek God. And let God give you the sin glasses. That's right. Put eyesight. And you will see darkness when you shouldn't be seeing light. Without the eyesight, you, you will it. not see what Satan no, you will not. is doing. That is okay? so true. You, you need Jesus to see what's really happening. Yes, you do. Or you'll be blind even walking in the light. Mm. You'll right, still God. be black. That's right. God had to you give you You won't be walking by light. faith. That's you'll be right. walking with your eyes. That's right. When you walk by faith, then you can see in the light. That's right. But if you're walking by your sight, mm. you won't be able to see nothing. But what you, delusion. I mean, I mean. You, yeah, go ahead. Some prosper by uniting with the word. See, when the professed people of God are united with the world, living as they live, enjoying with them in forbidden pleasure, when the luxury of the world becomes the luxury of the church, <clears throat> when the marriage bells are chiming, and all are looking forward to many years of the worldly prosperity, then suddenly, as a lightning flash from the heavens, will come the end of their bright vision and delusive hopes. In other words, the Lord don't want him us to put nothing before him. It's okay to get married. It's okay to buy houses. But all that has to not come before God. Well, that's See, why. first he, the kingdom. That's why he said, put no other gods before me. Correct. See, we can make anything our God. Mm -hmm. We can make anything I got. It, it, yes. it, can, it can be food, cars, Other clothes, money, wives, wives jewelry, whatever. That's why he said, seek me over all things. Over all things. Put me first. That's correct. Because we can, we can make anything God. Anything. Anything I got. 
And you gotta remember another thing that's gonna be happening is false religion movement continues. When the irrevocable decision of the sanctuary has been pronounced and the destiny of the world has been forever fixed, the inhabitants of the inhabitants of the earth will know it not. The forms of religion will be continued by a people from whom the Spirit of God has been finally withdrawn. And a satanic zeal with which the prince of evil will inspire them for the accomplishment of his malignant design will bear the semblance of zeal for God. So we got to remember it's going to be false light. Christ is the true light, but also Satan has a light too. Yeah, Satan. You can has. turn into an angel of light. See, the false light. That's why you ain't got to have the right set of glasses on. Uh, See, there's the eye salve that's right. that they give you. See, you got to have the eye salve and not glasses. If you got the glasses on, you see what Satan wants you to see. But if you have the eye salve on, you're seeing what God got mm -hmm. for you to see. You exactly. see with the light instead of glasses on, now you see darkness. The salve, now you see light. Right, exactly. See, God's people will leave the cities. See, remember when Lot, back then, when Lot was in Sodom and Gomorrah, that was a beautiful city in Sodom. They've done all, I have to find that scripture, and they tell you about what all they was doing. He said it's going to go back to the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Because all the things that they were doing, the beauty of it, the buildings, this, this, they had all the sights, sights and sounds of the world. And we got it right today. Look at all the sights and sounds. We got the big, we have the big tall buildings, mm -hmm. we have the gambling houses, we have the prostitute houses, we have the uh, 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 big uh, uh, bars. We, we got everything they have. We got the cities that don't sleep. We got the cities that never shut down. They yeah. open 24, 24, 365 days a year. They never shut down. It's long enough to clean up and bam, they back open. Exactly. So the Lord wants us to seek refuge in a remote area, country living, somewhere where it's not all the sights and sounds of the world. Because you gotta have that peace and tranquility, all where you can really see God's face. You know, when you're living in a country, you see all the beauty, the trees, you see all the different animals, the birds, he's singing. You really can hear through his animals and through the grass and through the trees the beauty of his creation. Yeah, you have that. You can uh, concentrate on the Creator. There's okay. no interference. No interference. No interference. And you can you can sit and talk to Jesus and, and hear Him talk to you and communicate with your Creator. If you're in the country, small town, then the city, city, or you can hear noise. Buses, trucks, cars, trains, L, you name it. And exactly. you can't hear 
Jesus Christ, may he speak to you. All you can hear is Lord, this is why you need to get away from the city so you can have that that quiet time that you thought would be happy father. That's exactly right. That quiet time means so much because you have no interference of noise and um, you have if you live in the city, people that live in the city, you hear a lot of police, ambulance, you hear uh, the trains and all kind of things happening constantly. You hear all the cars and it's, it's so even if you have time to really see God's face and shut the world out, you can't do it in the city. No, you can't. And so that's why he's coming speaking to come out of the city and move to uh, small areas. Small areas and uh, get out of that place. Move like in a suburb of a city. More, I say more like a country setting. It's so peaceful to live in a country setting when you have all the beauty of God's creation. You have the, the air is fresher. Yeah, yeah, well, because you have the trees to filter the air. Exactly. The you don't have those, you got another big tall See, buildings and smog and, and, and concrete and blacktop, and you have no trees to filter the air, and they've been cut all down so you can put buildings there, big tall buildings and, and everything. So, God, trees have been taken. But we all know that trees are the filter for the air. And yes, when, when you take them away, then there's nothing to filter the air. So now what you got? Nothing but pollution. Over and, and over, you have pollution yeah. on the factories, the cars, the trains, the yeah. buses. You know, and you, you cannot have no fresh air with all of that pollution. And you got also you got airports in those areas, and that's pollution coming from that. Yeah, so I mean, it's just all filled with man creation, not God. That's it. Yeah. So you want to get away from that, get out of that. That's right. Yeah, you definitely want to get out of that. We're gonna go to um, Mark chapter thirteen and verse thirty-three. Solemn, solemn are the scenes connected with the clothing work of atonement. Momentous are the interests involved therein. The judgment is now passing in the sanctuary above. For many years, this work down here has been in progress. Soon, none know how soon, it will pass to the cases of the living. And the awful presence of God in our lives are to come in review. You got to remember that it's going to come in review. And at this time, above all others, it behooves every soul to heed the Savior's admonition. You got to remember that. And in Mark, he says, be on your guard, constantly alert, and watch and pray, for you do not know when the time will come. We're going to read 34. Mm -hmm. It is like a man already gone on a journey. And when he leaves home, he puts his servants in charge, 
each with its particular task. And he gives orders to the doorkeeper to be constantly alert and on the watch. We're going to do that 35. Therefore, watch gives strict attention, be cautious and alert, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening or at midnight or at the cock, crop, on the cock crowing or in the morning. 36. Watch, I say, lest he come suddenly and unexpectedly and find you asleep. Mm. And you don't want to be found asleep. I don't want to be found asleep. You want to be found watching, looking, being That's aware. Right. Being like the aware. man on the journey, he left us in charge. That's right. So he told us, he gave us orders what we need to be doing. Yeah. Now, what do we need to be doing? Spreading the gospel. That's right. Spreading being the a witness for him. Living as Christ lived. Walking in his footsteps. So when he come back, will he find faith on earth? That's right. You want to be out there doing the work for the Lord. Not man, I'm asleep somewhere. Thinking, oh, he ain't going to come to tomorrow. I got time. I got time to do this. I'm going to do this today. And then tomorrow I'll get to that. Now yeah. you are trying to be God instead of working for God. You're trying to be God because now you're trying to uh, dictate how mm. much time you got. Exactly. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So we'll go to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 3. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 3. Right there. So call to mind the lessons you received and heard. Continually lay them to heart and obey them and repent. In case you will not rouse yourself and keep awake and watch, I will come upon you like a thief and you will not know or suspect at what hour I will Again, he's warning you again. He's, he's telling you right there when he comes, it will be like a thief in the night. Now, not that the world won't know he's coming. Oh, you'll know he's coming. But the thing he's saying, when you, you won't know the hour or the day or the year or the month or any of those things. But when he comes, you will know he's on his way. But bam, there he'll be. It might be, whoa, I didn't know he was coming today. I didn't know he was coming at this time. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he was coming on this hour. That's what he's saying, is you won't know the day or hour or minute or second that he's coming. Exactly. So we're going to, we have Revelation 3, we're going to go to 14. Revelation 3 and 14. And to the angel, messenger of the assembly, church, and Laodicean, write, These are the words of the Amen, the trusty and faithful and true witness, the origin and beginning and author of God's creation. I know your record of works and what you are doing, man 15. You are neither cold nor hot. 
would that uh, just, excuse me, would that you were cold or hot? So, because you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. I'm going to 17. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered and grown wealthy, and I am in need of nothing. And you do not realize and understand that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I'm going to 18. Therefore, I counsel you to purchase from me gold refined and tested by fire, that you may be truly wealthy, and white clothes to clothe you, and to keep the shame of your nudity from being seen, and salve, what we're talking about with the eyes, mm -hmm. to put on your eyes that you may see. So they look blind and they need to be put in the fire so they could be clean and sparkle like and purified, gold, sanctified. And purified so they could be purified. God said, I gotta cleanse you. Yes, he does. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready to be with me. So he had to put me that let them go through a whole lot of things to it cleanse them, to get them ready to be in the kingdom, as he have got to do with us. Exactly. If we're going to be ready to go home with him. So those are the things, because we are in the last days. We are the last church, the Laodicean church. We are lukewarm. We're not hot. We're not cold. We're just stagnant. We're lukewarm. And it tastes lukewarm. Coffee tastes terrible. That's right. Anything that's lukewarm don't right. taste good at all. Right. So you spit it out your mouth like, oh no, I like it hot. Or well, cold. I like it cold. One so, or the other, but not in between. No. Uh -uh. And that's what he's telling us today. If you look at the church today, what is he saying? We have we got wealth. We have prospered. So we don't need nothing else. We're doing good. Yeah, we dress well. That's right. We don't we, need we to have these a new We got these big mega churches and we don't have no need of nothing. But what's happening? He said peace and safety and sudden destruction. And he's talking to the church. Us people that go to church on a Sabbath and some might go on a Sunday. Here's what he's saying. When we say peace and safety, we're not ready. We're not ready. The devil does not stop coming to the building where we worship. Well, you can see that. You can see that. All the shooting that's been going on in these churches, right? That's exactly the right. The Satan is not being kept out because exactly. we're not ready. We're not ready. We when we get ready. Get ready and stay ready. When we get ready and stay ready. So, uh, Satan will not have the authority to walk up in God's house and do what he's been doing. That's exactly right. He so won't have that authority. That's right. So we just want to thank you for joining us. We'll be back after we play this song to have closing prayer. We'll say our last comments and also give you our email address. So keep it locked in on LPJ64. For Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour.
with us, that we may enjoy the Word of God each and every time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. We just thank you for joining us. It's been a... Um, we always have a good time yeah. because the Word is true, and we stand on the Word of God. And the truth is Him. And the truth will set you free. That's right. He said, God said, I am the Word, the Word is me, and, and you know, what can we say? That's right. It's Jesus said he is, he is the way, he is the truth, and he is life. That's right. Amen. That's right. We're going to give you our email address if you have any Bible questions or you need prayer. You can send us an email at robtgina50 at gmail.com. So we're going to have uh, some more comments here. We are to make the best of our present opportunities. There will be no other probation given to us in which to prepare for heaven. This is our only and last opportunity to form characters which will fit us for the future home which the Lord has prepared for all who are obedient to his commandments. That's right. That's the word. This time is now. That's the word. And you can't just look the word, all you say, the word, the word is Jesus. Jesus is the word. It's the beginning. It's the end. Nothing in between. Nothing in between. Nothing in between. We just want to thank you again for coming tonight. And we all had a chance to be on the same court again and praise him and lift him up. Amen. Just, just have a good time here tonight. Again, thank you again for stopping in. And we'll see you again Wednesday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's right. That's so. right. So we're going to bow our heads for a prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for, again, that you have given us this time to spread the gospel. Your word, Lord, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We continue to pray for those that who are listening, that they may seek first your kingdom, and all of your righteousness and everything else will be added unto them. Lord, you have truly given us a long time to do what you have asked us to do. May we be on our guard. May we be alert so that we may know that you're coming soon and we may be ready. We do not want you to catch us unprepared. So help us, Lord, that we may continue to do your will, that we may continue to walk by faith and not by sight. And we ask you, Lord, tonight to forgive us of our sins when we have not been obedient unto your word. Forgive us, Lord, when we have sins of omission. Help us, Lord, to continue to do the work you have given us to do. And we want to give you all the praise and the honor and the glory to lift you up each and every day. We ask you to help us to walk by faith and not by sight. And encamp your angel around us each and every day, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And may the windows of heaven open and pour upon you a bundle of blessings. And have a good night. And we'll see you Wednesday, Lord's willing, from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Good night. Good night.
Hi, my name is Sean Copeland, and I am the host of Kingdom Driven CEO with new content every Saturday morning. Please join us as we talk about the intersection between business, leadership, and faith. It's a very unique platform and one that I think will strengthen your faith as well as your leadership skills. We had an awesome episode this morning on battling through tough times, so I hope you'll give us a try and listen in to the Kingdom Driven CEO.